all of us at some point have probably encountered a Jehovah's Witness, whether through the knock on the door or seeing them walk down the street or a neighbor, a co-worker that is a part of this religion. Today we take a question on how to engage a Jehovah's Witness as they uh, come to our house. Well, this is Considerate, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard live theology in the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It Today. Let's start as usual with the question right up top that was submitted. It says, how do I respond to a Jehovah's Witness when they knock on my door? Uh, Short question, but I think today we're going to tackle this this kind of it's multi-layered right Blair like it's it's there's a lot to it yeah uh, we're it's a simple dealing, straightforward question it's, but it's uh, simple and straightforward but there is a lot here and yeah. and today we want to be um do our due diligence in trying to answer this question yeah. um with a biblical perspective and not compromise truth yeah. but also not compromise love and grace right that's um, always our like uh the the balance that we toe in any of these things right, right? as right. we're engaging with people uh whether they're christians or not or uh part of a different religion and is uh is always just towing that line of truth and love mm-hmm. and speaking the truth and love as uh, the scriptures talk about so that's what we have today it's yeah a, um, I, I think this is probably a common occurrence I yeah mean, if you're uh you know if you're a human in america you yeah, probably you have a house and yeah. you have a house that's right yeah. uh, you've probably experienced this experienced it whether through them knocking on the door or found some literature tucked in your little door jam yeah. or something or or maybe you've seen them walking down the street and then closed to your blinds and everything <laughs> so you didn't have to right but, uh, right uh, well you know before we jump into you know how do we how do we respond to them let's i think it's important to to first kind of understand a little bit and obviously we don't uh, in this podcast, we don't have the time to go into every little single thing that yeah. they believe and who they are. But I think uh, as Christians, we can we can see what the differences are and see, yeah. well, are they on the same team and just have a little bit of differences or do we fundamentally disagree on certain things? Right, right. Are Jehovah's um, Witnesses like, a, are they are they kind of the crazy cousins? Yeah. Are they, are they brothers and sisters? Or, right. Uh, are they not even in, in, the family. In, in the family? Yeah, are they just way, way <laughs> less right. field? Um, That's right. Yeah, and well, I think, you know, a great way to start, and I, I want to be positive about this. Let's start with what does, as Christians, what does our salvation hinge on? Yeah, that's you know, good. Yeah. That's the, I think that's, as, that's, a, that's a super important question, you know, yeah. even for its own podcast. But I think, in, in short, we can say, what does uh, Christianity, what does that hinge on, you yeah. know? And, and I think it starts and, and begins with Jesus yeah. and who he is, the man, the work, uh, the person and work of Christ, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think... All throughout scriptures, you know, from the beginning to the end, we have this promise of of a redeemer who mm-hmm. would come, who is of God, who is God, and yeah. who would come, live a sinless life, die on a cross, be physically resurrected, yeah. uh, and and pay the debt for for sin that would allow us to come and be justified um, in God's eyes 
through faith alone, nothing right. else. That's through right. faith alone, by grace. Yeah, um, and, it's not our works that right. earn it, or uh, the things that we are. That you know, we don't we don't bring anything to the table in this uh, salvation no. uh, equation, no, 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 no. other than our sin. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that we that we bring to this uh, relationship. Yeah, ultimately. yeah, we we actually the only thing is our in our participation of this is we we benefit from right. this great gift from yeah. this great. Uh, uh, act of love right. that God showed in sending His Son, right? And that's that's the definition of grace, right, right. there. As we're saved by grace, mm-hmm. that we are the undeserving recipients of this massive eternal gift of salvation, and then the help and hope that we have now uh, in uh, in this life. And so, yeah, that's kind of the core. Yeah, right? that's, that's the, the core. That's, we don't... A, that's that's what you, as you said, I love that. This that's what our faith and life hinges upon. Right, is that kind of central those, those truth. truths? Mm-hmm. Right, and and in there, there's a lot. You know, Jesus was fully man and fully God. Yep. And we believe that. We believe that to be true, that he was, even while on earth, uh, before he was here on earth, he was, he was, he has existed. He, you know, it says that in Revelation that he's the Alpha and the Omega, that he was the beginning and he's the end. He's like timeless. Right. That's crazy, right? Yeah. so we believe that even as a human, as a man with flesh, yeah. that he is God incarnate, yeah. um, which also means that he is part of the Trinity, you know, with God, the Holy Spirit, and, and Jesus Christ, the Son, yeah. he's fully God all up in there, right? Yeah. Um, he wasn't, a, he's not created, uh, he has existed forever, he will exist forever. Right. Um, and, and this is what, you know, we believe it because the scripture teaches it. Right. I mean, right. You just look all across the gospels, all across, mm-hmm. uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, they uh, clearly portray Christ as both fully human mm-hmm. and also fully God. Sometimes yeah. you see that all wrapped up in, in miracles. You right. see it like in, in the uh, in, in the miracle where Jesus calms the storm. Yeah. You see his full humanity. The yeah. guy's asleep. He's right. exhausted from mm-hmm. a long day of ministry. But then he wakes up and you see that, oh yeah, he is also fully God. Yeah. And with a word, he calms <laughs> you know, a raging storm around yeah. him. And yeah. so both his humanity mm-hmm. and his deity on display. In one Not, scene. In yeah. one scene right there. Not to mention all the times he claims to be God where mm-hmm. yeah, he, uh, uh, you know, and, and you see his humanity on display, all those things. And yeah. so the scriptures teach it, therefore right. we believe it. Yeah. The other one in this is that he was physically resurrected. We know yeah. that, that he came like the tomb was empty. Yeah. You know, they saw him, you know, they saw the, the scars in his palms. They, yeah. they touched them. Yeah. Uh, and then he ascended, right? They, yeah. um, and to prove his humanity, even before that, he like, he got something to eat. Right. You know, we we kind of overlook that in the gospel accounts. Or it's like, uh, it's like, we just say, oh yeah, he had a meal. Well, what does that show? Like, yeah. he was physically yeah, resurrected. Was, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with a, a resurrection body, but he was like a real human. He wasn't mm-hmm. just a ghost or some yeah. sort of like, you know, spirit being or something no physical resurrection defeat of death yeah. and uh, and then ascended into heaven yeah and so you know we're we're establishing these things because it's important to know that that these are like fundamentals we don't there's no right. give and take here right. this is what defines yeah. like orthodox yeah. evangelical christianity mm. yeah. to deny these things <clears throat> is to really deny the core of christianity right this is this is the gospel this is the means by which we're saved yeah. um and you know and we we haven't even gotten into the like the doctrines of god and his sovereignty yeah. and and we could but for for today and these purposes you know we're sticking on on Jesus, yep. but these are fundamental core values that we should love yep. and that we should hold very tightly to the vest. 
um, and not negotiate with right. these things because right. this is how and why we are saved and we you know we have, we're going to have eternal life. Right. On that, and then on that note, let's let's switch to uh, let's let's flip a little the script and and dive a little bit into the Jehovah Witnesses, uh, who they are and right. what they believe specifically on on these things. And again, we're not going to do a comprehensive overview. We don't have the time for that. Sure, um, but. You and I both believe, and I think it's safe to say that the differences here are enough yeah. for us to be to treat this uh, very uniquely. Yeah. Um, and so, just to give a little a little you know overview, the Jehovah's Witness is a religion. It was started by a guy named Charles Russell mm-hmm. in the eighteen mid eighteen hundreds. Um, and getting right into it, their belief about Jesus is very very interesting. Mm-hmm. So they believe um, that there was God. And he created the first, you know, there's that that scripture that says that Jesus is the firstborn. Mm-hmm. And so they actually believe that that means that he was the first created. Mm. And they actually very interestingly believe that what was first created was this archangel um, named Michael. Mm. And this archangel named Michael comes down, becomes a man on earth and that man is Jesus Christ who as we would call him Jesus that's yeah. who so that's who they think Jesus is this yeah. archangel who was the first thing created by God then they used the firstborn language yeah, they from used, Colossians 1 yeah from yeah. Colossians um, so archangel Michael was created first by God um, he comes he descends into earth becomes a man that man to them is Jesus right um, and they think he lived yeah sinless life he, he dies, not on a cross, also weirdly, he dies on a torch stake, um, and then is resurrected, but actually not physically resurrected. So, the man, Jesus, they believe is dead, yeah. ceases to exist, and there's a spiritual resurrection of this archangel, Michael, who is now, again, um, in heaven. Yeah. And so that's their view so they deny that that jesus is a part of the trinity they deny jesus's um deity they do yeah. not think that jesus yeah. is is the god man they just right. believe he was a man um but that he is the first one created by god so there is yeah. this weird right so um, they're redefining really like these biblical terms right like right they, they would go and you know if you were to sit down with a Jehovah's witness and like look at this they would point you to the scriptures but they've yeah. redefined really what that means and what uh what uh um uh you know even what paul's referring to and being the firstborn of all creation it's uh you know we're referring to his preeminence yeah. um, his superiority over mm-hmm. uh humanity and the created order you know they're taking yeah. that uh, very differently very differently yeah. and even just what you say that are saying there, Aaron. I hope that our listeners, as, as you're hearing this, you can see the discrepancies between what the Scripture teaches, what's Orthodox Evangelical Christianity, mm-hmm. and and now what Jehovah's Witnesses are claiming to uh, to believe about mm-hmm. Jesus or what the Scripture teaches. And yeah. so you can see that these are two very different camps. Right. And so just based even on that, yeah. as the foundation, you can see. Okay, this, there's a these lot are of like, red flags. There's there. red flags, and and this isn't necessarily necessarily like oh this is just a different brother or sister with some minor nuances and some differences yeah. in some you know finer points of doctrine mm-hmm. now this is down to the tenant these yeah there's structural differences right there that can right. that causes some big problems exactly there. exactly um, these aren't like family members yeah even. 
This no. is something very different, mm-hmm. even though they may try hard or, or, you know, politically speaking or whatever, they may be lumped into this like Christian, you know, grouping. Yeah. We have to say, uh, no, not, no, 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 there's not, yeah. there's not any, there's, you know, there's, there's about as much overlap between Orthodox Christianity and Jehovah's Witnesses as there is with uh, Islam and right. Christianity. Right. Yeah. Islam believes stuff about Jesus too. Oh yeah. He was a good man here. And mm-hmm. it's, and so there's, there's about as much similarity. Uh, right. And, and so we're basically, we're getting down to, to the the interpretation of yeah. of the Bible, which is the Word of God, and yeah. obviously they're distorting it to mean something else yeah. uh, in who this was, Jesus, who yeah. Jesus was. And like we said, this is not the the fact, the doctrine of who Jesus is, yeah. is a non-negotiable. Right. And and the minute we, we start believing in a false Jesus, we're believing in a false gospel that yeah. doesn't save. Right. You know, right. and that's that's the big issue that we're at here. And so, you know, even just moving on, let's the, they have this this thing about who's in heaven, who's, yeah. who's not going to be in heaven. Um, and on that note, they they believe that first of all, they believe that that Jesus came already invisibly, that he's yeah. ruling already invisibly in 1914, right. that he came and. Uh, He's already like right now, present day. Yeah. He's ruling, but invisibly yeah. um, here on Earth, yeah. which is strange. Uh, they actually it believe they believe that because their guy Charles uh, Russell predicted that the world was going to end in nine four, 1914. It did not, obviously, because we're yeah. here. The Titanic sunk that year, yeah. but and, the world, and the world a... war started <laughs> or ended. I don't, someone will fact check me. I think it started that year uh, or ended. I don't remember. It's been a while, yeah. but anyways, I think began wasn't it 1914 to 1918? Yeah, yeah, that sounds I that sounds right. That sounds right. right. That sounds right. Fact check us, please. Uh, yeah, somebody. please. Um, but yeah, so because the world did not end, uh, they kind of made that to say, okay, but Jesus actually did come. He's just ruling invisibly, mm. um, which is not in accordance with what what Scripture says. Scripture says that when Jesus comes. Every eye will see, and we believe that's literal. Every eye will see, and every tongue will confess. Right. Every knee will bow that yeah. Jesus is Lord. Right. And, I mean, it won't be some like secret event no, that some no, no, people no. will miss. Like everybody's right. going to know what's gonna happening. Know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I I love this, especially around Christmas time. We we sing about the veiled. You yeah. know, Jesus coming as like his glory was veiled. He was in this his baby, yeah. uh, where his deity is kind of like. There's a veil, you know, it's yeah. covered. Yeah. When he comes again, it's unveiled. He's right. coming fully in display of his glory. We're going to see it. Everyone yeah. will see it. That's yeah. uh, it's exciting. We look forward to that yeah. day. No missing um, it. Yeah, there's no missing it. But again, that's another example of where complete yeah. contradiction of what the word of God says. Yeah. You know, they they believe that. And and, and in that, there there's this, this situation where 144,000 of the Jehovah Witnesses will be in heaven we'll yeah. go to heaven and then there's this other camp of people who can be saved who the will second s- class ones yeah i guess you know the first class you know they're going to go to heaven and uh-huh. rule with god in heaven and then the rest of of the saved people believers will will be 
yeah. here on earth and stay here. Yeah. Uh, or like a paradise uh, kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, in a paradise, uh, right. Type place, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. this weird. In this but even weird that, like, had to shift after, you know, the whole, like, 1914 thing didn't work out. Yeah. And as the, you know, as, as the religion grew and their member roles got more than 144,000, because initially it was like, all right, when do we get 144,000? Like, it's that's, over. That's yeah. over. And then it kept growing and then all this stuff. So they kind of yeah. had to, like, reverse course a yeah. little bit and be like, well, actually. Yeah. Here we have this going on. Yeah, so. I saw I saw in, in doing study for this week I saw there's about the there's a rough estimate about eight point three ish million um wow. followers uh, of the Jehovah Witness. So obviously quite a few more than right. hundred and forty four thousand. Right. But that leads me to say, um their view on salvation yeah. uh is strongly tied to to the obedience of this law of, of this um, yeah. of these teachings, yeah. which is why they are so devout. Which is why we see them right. persisting in the heat uh, amongst like rejection, you know, hostility sometimes. Yeah, and and they're just so persistent. They do not give up, man. Right. They're they're ha- handing out those magazines. Uh, it seems like every Saturday, right? right. Yeah. Um, and it's because their salvation is so tied to this yeah. following following the law and obeying it and and yeah. to them that is their assurance that's their security right. which again uh, another just blatant um contradiction to what scripture teaches scripture yeah. teaches that it's through faith alone through grace alone yeah jesus christ like yeah. he is right. we are saved by him nothing of our own merit nothing yeah. that we can do right. uh, it seems like we say that every sunday and we don't get tired of saying that right. because the implication that that it's nothing that we have done yeah there's nothing that we can do to lose it. You know, our right. security, our assurance is fully there. That's why it's such a beautiful doctrine because right. because it's a complete work of Christ and yeah. God and the Spirit. They're the ones carrying this out and bringing it to completion. Right. Unlike in 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 this situation, the Jehovah Witness, their their salvation is strongly tied to their works yeah. and their and their right. what they're doing to their own obedience. Right. Where the Scripture would teach, and we would believe that our salvation is in Christ's obedience. Right. Exactly. Not in our own. Mm-hmm. It's in His and works. So it's in His work. And so that's that's really. I mean, here here we kind of as we and we're getting to the question. If you're if you're listening, yeah, we're, we're like, about hey, to get, get to it. I, I, yeah. Okay, this is all great. I want to get to. It. We're coming here now, but we have to really set the foundation and just to show that the source of our salvation is very. Very different. Yeah. They believe a very different thing about who yeah. Christ is and what He has done on our behalf. Yeah. But also, uh, the method in which we are saved is very different as well, and that right. is derived from the source because yeah. we believe different things about Jesus. Um, then how we are saved is very different. Yeah. You know, the Scripture's teaching uh, we're saying that no, we are saved by grace through faith in Christ for the glory of God alone, not in our own works or anything else. Is nothing added to Christ. They're saying, no, we're saved. Yeah, by faith, they would use that, but also by association with the right church right. and obedience to the rules of oh. said church. Right. And that's then what motivates them to go knocking door to door. Right. And uh, to do these things because they, um, their, their motivation is less 
motivated by love and evangelistic zeal for the person that they uh, are engaging with yeah. and more selfishly motivated. Mm-hmm. I have to do this yeah. if I want to be made right with God and right. be in eternity. Yeah. And this is and this is doctrinally speaking for them. We're not I'm not we're not necessarily saying that that person knocking at your door right. is uh, an unloving, cold-hearted person. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just based on what they're what their teachings say. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to see that that what they're doing is is selfless and loving, but yeah. rather it's they're they're trying to secure their own yeah. salvation. Right. You know. Right. And and so I think you know with like you said with with all of that it's very safe and and it's important to distinguish they have a different God they have a different gospel and yeah. their means of salvation is very different it's very different and yeah. so with that in mind I think now it's safe and with that understanding we can yeah. say okay then how do we yeah. how do we um, respond to them right? right because it's different this is not a this is not a, a an unsaved person who is coming to your door trying to sell you some a new refrigerator. This is, right. this is very different, right? right. Yeah. And so let's let's jump into that now. Yeah. Um, how yeah. do we respond to yeah. these? People? How do we respond? That's the question yeah. that we're getting. And so now that we understand who it is that's actually coming, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, this isn't the refrigerator salesman yeah. trying to make a living, you yeah. know. And so yeah, I mean, obviously there's the things of hospitality, mm-hmm. and even if you're not going to, I mean, you know, we don't need to be uh, rude and mm-hmm. and all that. However, uh, this is in a different category, right? Um, and Jehovah's Witnesses would fall in the category of false teachers. Absolutely, um, the false teachers that Jesus warns about people coming in His name um, that are not teaching uh, this gospel. Um, it's the type of people that uh, John warns about in that little gospel uh, or that little epistle, rather, of Second John. And uh, and I think these th- these give some some great um, insight into okay, how do we uh, receive them when uh, we open the door and there are, you know, the two people or sometimes it's like two people and a kid, you yeah. know, uh, two guys and their, you know, ties or whatever, or two ladies and uh, and a kid uh, that are going door to door. And Second John really gives a uh, some great uh, insight into this. Um, this is Second John verses uh, 9, 10, and 11. It says, everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Hmm. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. And so, this teaching of this right doctrine, these things yeah. that we've talked about, is is really what he's referring to. And so, if, if that's deviant, mm-hmm. if that is a contrary to the teaching of Christ, who he is, what is theologically, biblically true, that Jesus is both the Son and man, he says, they don't have God. They're yeah. not... They're not to be considered among the, uh, uh, you know, among the brethren, uh, right. so to speak. And so, uh, here's verse 10. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, so there you kind of see, like, here's where this the rubber meets the road. Right. Uh, they are coming to us with a false gospel, mm-hmm. claiming to, you know, have some sort of insight into God and to Christ, but they're bringing wrong teaching. Here's the here's where the rubber meets the road. He says, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. For whoever greets him takes part in his mm. wicked works. Yeah, and so, um, so this is strong um, words. For sure. Strong words. This yeah. is warning. This mm-hmm. is warning. And so, now hearing this, this doesn't give us license to be rude or right. offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, to um, to be horrible and you know, um, and and to treat them as you know somehow uh, inferior mm-hmm. human beings. Right, like they're still human beings, and so that's where we have to treat them. They're they're lost. Right, they're entrapped in uh, in a false system of religion. 
And so, we should really receive them with compassion, and this is then where the rubber meets the road with truth and, and love. And, love. Mm-hmm. and so, so, so what, how do, what do we make from this? What is, what is then some, just some real practical ways in which to engage them? And so, I want to I lay out some things here that uh, I think will be helpful uh, for you as you find yourself in this, but I also want to just right beforehand clarify that this is when people come to your door that you don't know, you've never met before, and uh, and there's some maybe different ways that you might receive or uh, engage a Jehovah's Witness that maybe you work with. Right. Um, or is in your family. Or is in your family. Somebody that you'll have be able to have multiple conversations yeah. that you can go and look through the finer points of, of doctrine, actually mm-hmm. what the scripture teaches, if they're willing to even do that. Sometimes... Th- they may not be, yeah. um, but if they are, there's a different method. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. then we bring them in, and uh, we and we reason with them, and and uh, just you know take them to the Book of John, and and you know start in verse one, two, three, and uh, you know and take them all the and way to the end, and, yeah. and just take them all the way through, yeah. And uh, uh, because we also believe that it's uh, that the Word of God is the power of God, mm-hmm. and is ultimately uh, the way that God is going to work to For transform sure. their heart, yeah. Not through our crafty reasonings mm-hmm. and all those things. Um, you know, we're not somehow going to strong arm a Jehovah's yeah. Witness, you know, or somehow win an argument, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and then all of a sudden, be like, oh, great, you know, we want to win their heart, absolutely. And so, so we could have an we could have an opportunity with that, even when they knock at, at your door, just uh, understanding what the way that they're coming towards us, and uh, and and the opportunity that God might have there. And so we see, it. Um, you know, some will say, oh, they, you know, they're coming lovingly. Let's bring them in, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, not so sure. Maybe if they if they present themselves and willing, you know, maybe God is at work and they are doing that. I, I don't, I've never encountered one that's very willing to talk about it at to the door to door. If anything, they're more just they're here ch- to check off the box. Yeah. They've got this neighborhood that they're trying to do today. And push their agenda. And, yeah. and, and away they go. And so, um, so here's the, you know, here I think is just some great ways. As they knock on your door and you have that, it's just, I think you can just very forthrightly say, even as they're trying to hand the pamphlets or the mm-hmm. magazines, is just say, hey, I know enough uh, about what you believe and what I believe uh, are very different things. Yeah. And what you believe about Jesus is contrary to the scripture and and uh, what, how you believe, uh, you know, a person is saved is is very different than what I believe. And so, mm-hmm. if, if, if you're open to having those discussions, I would love to get to know you and uh, and to go that. But for right now, I don't know that that's um, uh, uh, going to be helpful. But what I would love to do right now is I would love to tell you just a story of what God's done in my life Mm -hmm. and just give them just turn the tide on them and say you know if you're willing i would love to just tell you like what god's done in my life this last Mm -hmm. week how he's answered my prayers yeah how how he is alive and active and just say you know like look what god has done Mm -hmm. and the mercy that he's shown me can i tell you that you know yeah and uh and see what they say, you know? If they're like, absolutely not, no, you know, then be like, well, I want to pray for you yeah. uh, also. And uh, even and if they do let you, man, just tell them, be ready to just yeah. tell, hey, you know, I was praying for this this last week, and here's a way that God answered mm-hmm. uh, my prayers. Here's, here's the, um, you know, here's how I was saved. I was lost in my sin, 
and uh, and and then I heard about the saving grace of Jesus Christ, mm. and 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 begin to relay the the you know the events of your testimony and point yeah. highlighting what God has done in your life and how He has uh, set you free mm. uh, from sin. And then uh, you know if if they let you do that, not if not, then then just say, can I pray for you? And I would love if you would pray for me as well. And we'll just leave. You know, I believe that God answers prayers. Yeah, and I believe that uh, um, you know that He hears mine mm-hmm. and. Uh, and and that's that's what's at the end what's going to change your heart or change my heart. So I, I, can I just pray for you right yeah. now, um, and see what they say? They might say <laughs> no, um, right? And uh, you know they maybe they'll walk away, and you can just pray for them as they're walking away. Yeah. Um, but man, wouldn't it be an awesome thing uh, just to hear them pray and for you to just pray for them, know their names, and uh, and just to pray that God would get a hold of their heart and mm. let them hear just a lion-hearted, bold biblical prayer for their salvation right. and just let that let let god let those words from your prayer resonate in their heart as they yeah. walk around your neighborhood Absolutely. and uh, and 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 go from yeah. there and, and if they pray for you then uh wow yeah. that could be a and then maybe there's an inroad there if they're responsive and maybe then they'll say hey can we get together more and like, yeah i'd love to yeah. i'd that, love to keep that, praying that for reminds you. me of of when we went through our uh our, our series on prayer and how you were talking about gospel-centered prayer and how yeah. in, in a situation like that, when you're praying the gospel, how powerful that could that could right. be, you know, right. and just knowing the gospel and praying it over someone and just letting the truth, you yeah. know, do its thing, let let the spirit work, let yeah. God work through through his truth. Yeah. That's that's powerful. That is. You know? And that's ultimately what's gonna change their heart. Is right. God we believe God answers prayers. We believe mm-hmm. in the power of the word of God. So let's pray the word of God uh, over these lost hard hearted people and yeah. see if uh, if God can if change will. their mind. Yeah. And uh, and what that will do. Yep. Um, not in a not necessarily in an aggressive mm-hmm. manner, just but just in a very urgent, simple, compassionate manner. Manner. Yeah, um, I think there's a time too uh, that uh, I've I have gotten more stern with the Jehovah's Witnesses, particularly yeah. when they have kids with them. Yeah, um, and uh, hearing the warning that Jesus gives in like Mark nine forty two mm-hmm. that uh, uh, whoever causes a little one to to uh, uh, to go astray uh, to who leads a little one who believes in him to to sin it would he says it would be better for a millstone to be hung around uh, their neck and, wow. and thrown into the sea and drown and that's that, that right <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like those are strong oh, words that's some strong words and I think uh, you know it, it breaks my heart when I see not just adults doing this but then when they are training and taking you know uh, 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 little ones yeah uh, like you who know, don't know who don't know and are yeah. leading them astray um I've 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 just warned them say hey here's what Jesus warns yeah. I know you have a, a have a different view of what Jesus but this is in the scripture yeah and so you better make sure that you have what you believe right mm-hmm. because Jesus is saying it would actually be better if you were drowned and dead because yeah. now not only are you here but you're you're leading you're this leading one mm-hmm. uh, astray and uh, and just let those like saying the truth in love not not aggressive not like you know way but uh, but sending them on their way. Um, and uh, and letting the warnings of the scripture from the you know the mouth of Christ right. just kind of like shock them like whoa okay yeah. and so now all of a sudden you've had a uh, 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 maybe some just kind of like eye opening uh, truth uh, speaking the truth in love um, warnings uh, to them and and uh, um, and just see what God does with that so. yeah and and you know Jesus himself warns against this you know he yeah. warns uh, a against being led astray 
You know, in Matthew 24, this is verse 4, he says, See that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. Yeah. You know, he he's emphasizing that, like, not we need to be firm in what we believe and who he is yeah. and be prepared to, to, to be able to discern when yeah. there's false teachers, when there's people who are coming and, and deceiving, um, you know, and like you're saying, the danger in that is is that not only are they themselves lost, but they're leading others. Right. You know, and and when yeah. we were and I remember we had a conversation about this this week, and what really hit me was when you were saying about your your block. Yeah. You know how you it hurts you, and you were yeah. it upsets you that these people who are presenting and soliciting. It's not like the ADT people who are like trying to sell you some some security for your house. Right. These people are selling a false security of right. of eternity. Yeah. Uh, to the people, to you, and to the people in your block, and and because you have this fervent love and passion for Christ, and you know that your assurance is in Him. Yeah. Like. It does. It does fire you up, you know, yeah. because you care about these people around you. You know, I'm always reminded uh, of that scripture. I think it's in Romans eight or nine, where Paul says, like, if he could, he would give up yeah. knowing Christ so that his brothers could know yeah. Christ. Yeah. You know, which is first it's, of all, it's crazy. impossible that I could be cut off from Christ. But if I could, I would rather myself be accursed. So right. That my brothers so, could be like saved. he's showing how much he cares that yeah. his brothers would come to this saving knowledge of Christ. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that's how we should be. And, you know, when you were having that conversation, I saw that in you and how you're saying, man, I want my neighborhood to know Christ. Yeah. And there's these people that are coming and 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 selling this false, uh, cheap gospel that, that is not saving. Right. And, and there's a gr- there's a great danger in that. It's it's not. um it's not like someone who an unbeliever who is, you know, lost or dead, yeah. spiritually blind. um who don't know any better. These yeah. are, this is an intentional uh, pr- presentation of a false Jesus, which that's yeah. that's just very dangerous. And we need to be very careful right. and sensitive to that. And like you're saying, there's a fine balance of, yeah. of love and truth and grace, yeah. you know, and Jesus perfectly embodies that. Right. But even Jesus himself, when he went into, into the temple yeah. and they're, and they've turned the temple into this, uh, place to make money and swindle people like he was he was upset right you know what i mean he 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 braided a whip and ran people out of there you know and he was perfect in doing that he was perfectly justice perfectly loving um yeah but because it's it it should his convictions were there you know what i mean yeah and so that's where with these people who are coming and presenting this this false gospel we need to be ready to not necessarily i'm not saying we should braid whips right and we're not going to war with them yeah, per se. No, but we need to be ready to, to stand our ground and say, this is what we believe and why we yeah. believe it. Right, right. Jesus had his strongest rebukes for the Pharisees, right. for those that were selling a false gospel mm-hmm. and leading people into a works-based religion that ultimately was leading them away from God, yeah. though under the name of God. Right. And that's a very different thing than mm-hmm. somebody who's not claiming to be a Christian, yeah. who's just living a sinful life, who's, you know, and, and we approach them differently, right? Um, and uh, and evangelize to them differently versus somebody uh, you know that's caught in a false religion like uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, and uh, and so it's still motivated by love, yeah. Still motivated by a desire, like God can turn those people around. God, God yeah. can save a Jehovah's Witness, 
Absolutely. Um, he saved uh, the Apostle Paul <laughs> when he was Saul, you know, yeah. and uh, and had a dramatic turnaround. And uh, and you see that you see this also in Acts six, you know, and uh, with the gospels being proclaimed, many are coming to faith, and it's like even the priests, you know, yeah. even those steeped in a uh, false religion of uh, you know the the Pharisaical system, and so there's still hope, yeah, you know, and that's just what we have to remember. And uh, and so as we pray for them, and as uh, as we get a chance to encounter them, as uh, that that needs to be our motivation. Yeah. So I hope that's helpful as right. uh, as uh, as you know Jehovah's Witnesses the next time they knock on your door, yeah. uh, you have a uh, you, you feel equipped to be able to uh, engage them and uh, and and uh, just share what God has done and to pray for them and to send them on their way yeah. uh, with a you know with a warning and yeah. uh, and also uh, hopefully with the hope that God will receive you right. uh, if you just turn to him humbly contritely trembling at his word right. and uh, and even if a offer to continue to study these things invite them to come to church with you or yeah. something if, uh, yeah. if they will and uh, um, and and, uh, and and see what God does yeah. through and that I, and I think to to kind of just wrap up what we're what we've kind of been driving at is we need to know what we believe we need to know why we believe it and we need to understand the differences yeah. in 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 where we're coming from yep. and be ready to to give an account for what we believe yep. and to defend right. uh, our families and yep. like you're saying our neighborhoods from <laughs> from this false teaching yep. and yep. and in love and in grace and in truth uh, be ready to, to send them away. That's right. That's right. If you're looking for some more resources just on what the Jehovah's Witnesses believe, or maybe you do have opportunity to engage a friend or a family member that uh, is uh, caught in the trap of uh, the Jehovah's Witness teaching, um, you can just reach out to us. We'd be happy to put some uh, great resources in your hands on how to uh, be a good apologist and defend the faith and uh, to reason uh, with, uh, with your friend or family member. So just reach out to us and uh, we'd be happy to Uh, equip you in that way as well well thanks for tuning in to consider it a ministry of redemption bible church here in new braunfels texas where we are taking on questions regarding life theology and the church if you'd like to submit a question text the word redemption and your question to 474747 to learn more about our church visit us at redemption.bible we thank you for your support and listening and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it